Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz. You're listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You've made it to episode 36. What's up, man? Not much. Had a, I think uh, we've both had a busy week. Been, it's been a crazy week. It's been a pretty crazy <laughs> week. Uh, I was saying, recording on a Friday again. So. Yeah, yeah. TG TGI Friday. I did not realize it was Friday until Michael told me, because I've just <laughs> been I've been living in in a world of 3D printing. <clears throat> 3D is printing. The, is the weather over there better by any chance? It's Florida, so I'm definitely in the cone of some kind of marsupial. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just some sort of sweaty, sapped-filled, pouched marsupial. Is that, does that make sense? Uh, that, that does make sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't miss it. <laughs> my, and our air conditioning, I was telling you off, off uh, in the pre-discussion, um, our air conditioning broke. And so I've been, I've been 3D printing like, with no air conditioning, and this thing fucking gets hot. Like, the, 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 the extruder gets hot, like, 500 degrees. The actual build plate, which holds the actual object as it's printing, gets hot to, like... 250 degrees Fahrenheit. This is all Fahrenheit. Uh, this is America. Uh, and so, like, while I'm sitting here in the sweltering heat, I'm just... I, this 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 oven, this broken door oven is just shooting fucking burning plastic fumes into my apartment. <laughs> like, like I, like, I seriously feel... I feel like I'm in, like, a third world country, just, like, in front of, like, a kiln, just breathing in, like, like noxious flux. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're gonna need a separate Patreon for your, like... Uh... <laughs> for, my, for my hospital bills. <laughs> please support Kasim's new lungs or Kaz's sorry Kaz's new lungs because he destroyed them printing the Rivka MTP1 case prototype just just 3D print yourself some new lungs I could 3D print myself a new liver potentially if I can get my hands on some of the material that those guys use because folks uh, 3D printing livers and things people have 3D printed um Bones? What is that? What is that? Like a hundred grand per spool? I don't know. I probably, I probably need to like, like send my case and defend myself to like the Harvard Medical <laughs> School Committee. You know what I mean? I'll show up in like my fucking Pee Wee Herman tie with, but with like a, with like, with like, like a polo shirt. You know, <laughs> dear, dear sirs, lords, and madams. Here's you have to, why you have to do the, you have to do the Pee Wee laugh though. <laughs> 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 I love that show, man. <laughs> Good times. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're doing a watch podcast. Yeah, man. What's up? So, yeah, episode 36. <laughs> we made it. We're good. Um, I talked a lot last episode about Rifka watches, and everyone was just really so supportive. You know, um, uh, it was also really cool to hear how interested you guys were in hearing about the 3D printing process because I, I've been doing this for like, ugh, what years? I've been doing this for like two or three years. So, like, to me, I guess I just take it for granted, but like knowing that you guys are so interested in the process of just not even the watch, just how 3D printing works, that was super cool because I was super afraid that everyone's going to be like, bro, fuck that, man. We're tired of hearing about the watch. You know what I'm saying? So that was, that was, that was, (laughs) that was cool. Keep an eye out um, for more updates. My deadline to finish this fucking prototype is going to be June 30th. 
So June 30th, so not this podcast episode, <clears throat> but the next podcast episode you hear, episode 37, hopefully the goal, my dream, is to be wearing the Rivka MTP1 prototype, functioning, operational, everything, all that bullshit for the wrist check for episode 37. Write that down. So wish, <laughs> wish, wish me luck, y'all. y'all. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, I, I think it's a good time for just like another update. I mean, where, what are you kind of struggling with now or not struggling with, but where, what part of the process are you in? So I'm in the part of the process of making this watch. The great thing about this watch is if, if anyone were to ever handle this watch or if anyone actually is interested in, in purchasing these watches when I'm finished is <clears throat> there are going to be parts of the watch that you never touch or see, but that I fucking slaved over <laughs> for so long to get right. It's not even funny. And one of those parts is right now. Um, so um, one of the kind of difficulties, or it's more of like a challenge. This whole fucking process is just a testament to my stubbornness in regards to problem solving. In that I will burn the building down to solve the problem. If solving the problem means burning it off the face of the earth, I will solve the problem. So that's that, the entire case and the entire dial, the whole watch design is just a problem, problem solving situation. So the watch isn't, assembled and constructed in the in the traditional way a watch would be so for instance i'm not using a dial adhesive or dial feet to keep the dial attached to the movement i'm not using traditional case screws to keep the movement in the watch so what i've been working on recently is this really cool kind of interlocking i guess almost proprietary design it feels weird to say that but a movement holder <clears throat> it's a movement holder it's a ring that goes around the movement it snaps into the movement while simultaneously snapping into the dial while then simultaneously also snapping into the watch itself hmm. and it's fucking super it's super hard because in the 3d printing world designing one object to attach or snap into another without any type of <clears throat> chemical you know epoxy or adhesive is fucking difficult trying to have three or four different things attached not only to themselves, but in addition to another uh, uh, foreign thing, which would be the watch movement, is fucking incredibly difficult. So I've been, that's where I'm struggling right now. It's a its a part of the watch no one's ever going to see, but I have to get it right. If I can get this right, I'm good. I know, I, I know we're in the home stretch and it's going to be a good one. So that's what I'm doing right now and it's uh it's it's crazy such these like like small minute adjustments and everything like i thought the i thought the most difficult part would be the watch hands michael mm. you and i were talking off air about the watch hands the, the watch hands print at uh 0.2 millimeters that's how thin or thick they are um printing that thin is basically fucking ridiculous like for people who don't know about 3d printing printing thin especially in the carbon fiber composite material which i'm using is super super hard to give you an idea i think a sheet of paper like regular a4 american paper i'm not even that's american just regular a4 uh like printer paper is 0.4 millimeters thick so half that <laughs> half that <laughs> half that thickness is what um, i'm printing it and um and there's a whole finishing process that's going into it afterwards like i have to smooth the edges out with the soldering iron which is crazy labor intensive it's just it's it's <clears throat> more more chemical vapors oh yeah yeah um uh the pro <laughs> in order for me to do that the nylon the carbon fiber nylon basically um i'm burning some of it off and carbon fiber nylon i'm pretty sure 
uh, I'm pretty sure releases like cyanide or some kind of noxious fume when it's burned. So I have to bust out my respirator. <laughs> you need one of those like Breaking Bad like masks. I, I have, well, not like Breaking Bad, but um, shout out to the Wrist Fund who recommended I wear a respirator. And I used to, I have one. I, 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 I'm wearing it now. Um, I used to have one. Uh, I was helping a buddy out. With this startup in Michigan and uh, where I was working, uh, the whole room was just full of spray paint fumes. And so, you know, one of those little like white masks that you put over your face isn't going to do it. I had to go out and buy like a respirator and I'm using that again. Never thought I'd wear that. I literally, when I left Michigan, I said, I'm never wearing this thing again. Boy, boy, do I look fucking dumb right now. <clears throat> you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's right now where I'm working. So once I get the movement this this really weird I don't know what you're describing it other than a movement holder because there are movement holders out there but I don't think they work like this so once I get the movement holder clicking properly into the dial and then clicking properly into the case what's left after that will be the gaskets which I'm 3d printing in uh, TPE which is a pretty um, it's a very difficult material to print in but it's really really good uh, for o-rings and for gaskets and for its um, elasticity and for its chemical resistance so I'm printing uh, a really robust uh, robust mm, squate hashtag squate part two <clears throat> really robust gasket for the crystal that's gonna gonna go underneath the crystal and around the dial and sort of around and underneath the movement i'm also printing uh, a really fun kind of gasket system like a almost like a like a rub like a rubber plunger system for the crown so when you pull it out because the goal with the crown is when you when the crown is pushed in i want the rubber gasket seal to be working but then when it pulls out i want it to still be working i don't want it to just be open you know what i mean so i want to make sure that hole which is a seriously seriously uh uh you know, at risk area for getting dust in there. What I want to make sure that's always sealed. So I'm working on a gasket for that. I'm working on a gasket for the case back. So 3D printing three specific gaskets. So there, like I said, there are parts of the watch people are never going to see that I'm just, I'm just spending so much fucking time on. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. And I just, I just, I want to do it right. And I'm just, I'm, I want to wear that fucking thing for the episode thirty-seven wrist check. That's the goal, man. That's the dream, dude. You know, we 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 believe in we believe in you, Kaz. Well, I'm, I'm glad some believes in me because I don't. I'm t- just tired, <laughs> dude. I'm just I'm tired all the time. I go to sleep tired. I wake up tired. I go in front of my printer. I get hot air in my face. I get plastic fumes in my face. I'm at my I'm on my three D CAD on my, my my software, and I'm just it's just. That's that's my life. Like I literally, like I may, I may have to like see a doctor after this because I literally, I'm even right now, Michael. I hear my 3D printer. It's not even on. <laughs> I hear it. And so the problem is, um, I have, I think I have memorized the times it takes for certain things to print. So if I hear the 3D printer in my head for like, you know. 45 minutes or an hour which is about how long it takes to print the case not even to clean the case it takes me another hour and a half to clean the case just the fucking case after about 45 minutes to an hour with that 3d printing noise i'll also hear the sound it makes when it's finished and i'll look at my printer expecting it to be done and it's not done it's not even on you know what I mean? <laughs> so i may have to see like a doctor after this <laughs> But the, um, so just to also answer some people's questions, the reason I'm going through a lot of this, a lot of this is trial and error, not just to make the watch, 
but to get the watch manufacturing process streamlined to the point where when I make the prototype and replicate it and replicate it, I know I have the, pro the process down pat to where I don't have to tinker with the software anymore or do this or do that. I can go to the printer, print what I need, go hand finish it, which is honestly, it's honestly, it's 50% printing, like 50% hand finishing. It's just, it takes so much time to clean these things up and to make them uh, uh, applicable to be a functioning watch because you're dealing with such like small tolerances, such small margins of errors. I mean, the hands are thinner than pieces of paper. Pieces of paper, sure. Michael. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? But uh, yeah, I mean, it'll get easier once you kind of Die? take care of that. No, well, yeah, everything is easy. I assume then. when I'm dead, everything will just be easy street, bro. Man, huh, this is way easier than living, you know? <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't anticipate it'll be easier because the other thing is um, there's an element of almost chaotic randomness with 3D printing in that what one case would need in regards to attention for cleaning, the next case will need something completely different. You know what I mean? So what sure. I've noticed in printing all these different things, and this is also the other reason why I'm printing so much, is that I've tracked and kind of cataloged on a spreadsheet about three or four different things that I'm noticing reoccurringly happening so I can get into the habit of cleaning and hand finishing in that sort of system. So <clears throat> that's what a lot of this is. It's just training myself to be able to make these things. <coughs> Hold on, my asthma's kicking in. <clears throat> right on time. <laughs> Um, so that's what a lot of is happening right now. So a lot of what I'm really just fine tuning at the moment to answer your question, sorry to, to kind of you know, really lean into the topic is just stuff people will never see. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good. It's yeah. all good. That's, I think that's interesting. It's like things to really make the watch, um, resistant to like atmosphere, also to really make it feel solid. Like I've held watches before that, like, I know they're built well and I know it can rely on them, but they just feel like flimsy or like thin you know what i'm saying like they don't have a very good like robust substantial feeling that's not to say that they're they're not large i don't think i don't think you need a 55 millimeter watch to have to feel like you have something of substance in your hand um yeah, this no. this watch it's basically it's 40 millimeters in diameter 41 millimeters lug to lug so it's a very tasteful size but i really want it to feel like a lot in a small package like i want it to feel sturdy um, the final, final thing I'm going to work on, and I'm really excited about this, the last step in the process will not only be the um, the gasket system within the stem, but also the crown. The crown has been like bugging me out. Hmm. <laughs> I, have a, I have a lot of options. I'm thinking of almost doing sort of an old school, very tasteful, inset, rounded onion crown. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So not necessarily like a like a, like 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 a like a diamond pilot crown, more of like um like a rounded kind of squished sphere that's really really good on the fingers. Like like and it's I'm talking like not too too huge, um like like six to seven millimeters in diameter potentially. So really fun tactile feel. Really really, it, I want it to be fun to wind up since it is a manual wind movement. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that'll be the last thing. That's the I've, I've slated that to be the last thing to do. We're excited, man. Mm -hmm. It's 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 gonna be awesome, and I, you're you're gonna have it next episode. I, know. I fucking I fucking hope, dude. <laughs> <sighs> well, that's that's cool, man. But uh, <clears throat> so I mean, besides that, we had some we had some other stuff to talk about, like um, 
<clears throat> you know, some some news that that came up on the website and uh, yeah, man. So the the, the, the additionally, feed- our our thoughts our thoughts on some other stuff going on. Yeah, in the uh, in the industry tech wise. Well, first, uh, should we do our our should we honor tradition and do our audio wrist check? We shall. Yeah. Yeah. You here? You, you, you I mean, you, you, you go first. I've been I've been I've been bothering the nice people way too much. <laughs> well, I was feeling saucy today, Kaz. <laughs> <laughs> and you went out and bought a Frank Mueller, and you're wearing that, right? <laughs> Today I was feeling saucy. And, <laughs> actually, no, I, I'm not. I'm not wearing one of those. I my, my time in the NBA was far too short for me to 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 get one. Um, <laughs> oh, of course, but you know, but of course, right? <laughs> but no, actually, today I'm wearing a Swatch System Fifty One. Oh my God! You took it out of the box. I took it out of the box. Oh I, no! I don't, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've ever, uh, if I've ever worn this one on on a podcast before. I don't yeah, think it's... so. We've literally talked about it being in the box, like an original Mattel GI Joe. Like we don't take it out of the box, dude. All right. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, but <laughs> I, I saw it in the drawer today. I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, man. This isn't gonna be worth anything. But uh, it's. I mean, it's it's a fun watch. It's kind of. You know, because it's so new, the the strap is really stiff, and uh, I have like the first. So there's like a bunch of System Fifty Ones now. Yes, um, when they I, first I, came I, out, there weren't that many, but now there are. There are ones in steel. There are ones with all that different bullshit. Yeah, yeah. There's, I'm sorry, I keep cutting off. I'm, I'm off no, 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 right no. Now. Yeah, it make it makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, I, th- I think there was like a black one, a blue one, and a red one when these first came out. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and like some some white one. Um. With like a like a colored dial and stuff like that. Cool. But um, yeah, what I have is actually the first generation black one. Cool. And um, wow, there are. What the fuck was this? This is this is my dog barking at people. Uh, it sounds like you're having like a like a like 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 a bikini beach volleyball tournament outside your window, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I should have closed that window. Hold on a sec. <laughs> talk, talk to the nice people. What's up? What's up, watch family? Uh, Michael, uh, Michael's closing his window because when we record, we don't have our air conditionings on. So basically, we just we just record in the same way uh, people would like you know recording uh, uh, you know in like an FBI van, just just sweating our fucking raisin testicles down our legs, just hot heat, disgusting. What heat. what are you what are you talking about? Oh man, you're back, dude. I was telling people that when we were, <laughs> I was talking about nuts. Full disclosure, I was talking about 45 seconds to about a minute and a half about just testicles. I was saying when we record, we turn our air conditioning off, which is why you had your window open in the first place, because you would, you know, enjoy a cool breeze. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now now I can't enjoy that because, of course, <laughs> of course, when it's time to record the important podcast that takes a lot of work to produce Oof. every week. And I have my window open is when, you know, people decide to do stuff outside and make noises and then if, my dog if barks. There, if there are kids, just open your window and tell them to get the fuck off your lawn. <laughs> right. I don't even have a lawn. Oh, my God. Did I ever? Oh, no, I probably shouldn't tell that story. Okay, yeah, no, go on. Sorry. But anyways, yeah, back to the System 51. It's what I'm wearing today. <laughs> it's the black one. And I think it's really cool. It's all plastic. Um, it's not flashy. It's very light. I remember when that watch first came out. It kind of ruffled a lot of feathers. It, it ruffled a lot of feathers. It's also an interesting thing. It was a it was a Swiss automatic for under two hundred bucks. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. And 
I, I think I think it's pretty cool. It even made it it made it to an episode of Hodinkee's Talking Watches. You know, so of course it's awesome, right? Did someone uh, did someone wear it ironically when they weren't wearing their protect perpetual calendars? I think two people have actually um, had this one <laughs> on the episodes. So one of them was that dig guy, Kevin Rose. Um, but the anyways, dig, I, the, the the dig guy. You mean one of the John Mayer three, the people dedicated to ruining our lives. <laughs> the true. dig guy. The people at home know who he is. <laughs> but um, you know, actually, if if there's one thing that I don't like about this watch, it's and this is only on the black one, I think, um, is that the leather ish strap. <clears throat> it can't be real leather. It's more like cardboard. Um, but the strap is kind of stiff after a while it gets kind of um, I don't know musty <laughs> okay it's um, a, it, it stains on the underside a bit you know when you sweat and uh, um, I, sh- I actually should have gotten the white one I think because uh, um, the white you... one is like is a very nice like silicon like <clears throat> right. rubber almost like the Seiko straps the newer ones Oh, and you can't change the strap on it, can you? It's it's the teeth. It's the teeth locking strap, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a Fuckers, it's like some man. some weird integrated kind of thing. I can I, try. I, mean, I can try and three D print you an adapter for that, like a NATO adapter. Like I mean, I I see these little kind of like holes on the sides of the cases where the uh, the lugs kind of point out, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's for strap changing. Well, we definitely know those holes aren't to open the watch because you can't open the watch. No. You can't open this watch. You can't service it. Uh, I guess. So that's that's the other part of the watch that really ruffled a lot of feathers. It's designed to be. Now I never knew what the actual word was, Michael. Is it is it hermetically or hermetically sealed? Bearing in mind, I have seven years of higher English education under my belt. I don't know what that word is. Is Herme- firm is hermetically a word? Is for I don't. I'm asking you. I don't. Know. I think. <laughs> I think. I think hermetically is a word. Like a like a hermit. Yeah, but I don't think it has anything to do with hermits. Um, well, but hermet- hermetically is hermetically is just airtight. <laughs> okay, so you know? that watch, thank God, whew, that watch was <laughs> hermetically sealed um, upon construction. So this is what I suspect. Also, I suspect that a lot of those components, the movement is plastic, and what it looks like from what I've seen is that I think some of those components are. Um, potentially printed maybe sla printed definitely not like um like rewrap printed like mine are um they're definitely it's definitely a higher grade printing process because so here here's my take on it the reason you'd want to service a watch is because lubrication would fail uh you know parts would grind together so on and so forth but there are a number um of materials you can 3d print in which are essentially not self-lubricating, but they're not fricted. They, there's no friction when they rub together. Correct, and that's that's what I think the case is here. I think I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the comp- and it's funny because you know this watch came out like 2014, mm-hmm. I think. I think like 2014, and everybody made fun of that. You know, they're using kind of like <laughs> components for like uh, you know lower friction, uh, you know, less need for servicing or lubrication right. and this and that. And everybody shit on Swatch. And then, you know, Panerai came out with that uh, Carbotech thing this year. Uh, but they use, like, some kind of, like, um, some kind of carbon uh, in the movement that's, like, super low friction. It doesn't, the movement doesn't even need jewels or anything like that. 
Um, right. I saw that. What they've done is they've made the bridge plates out of the carbon. Now, they don't have the gears, the actual parts that are kind of slamming into each other. Those look like metal. But the parts that have to hold weight and what the jewels would normally be, the bridge plates, that seems to be what they've made out of that carbon material, right? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, um, yeah I mean, that, that watch, you know, apparently <clears throat> they claim doesn't have to be serviced for 50 years. Um, but, I, I believe it. If they're using the material that I suspect they're using, I believe it, dude. You know, I think I think this watch will be running fifty years later. Yeah, I think it's cool. I, I, I <laughs> I've never. I kind of want to pick one up now. I think it's cool. At the same time, I cannot even. I can't fathom adding any watches to my collection because all I can think about right now is my goddamn Rivka MTP one. I just, I just want to wear that watch. That's the only watch I want to wear now. I'm, yeah. I'm going to apologize now in this episode of my broken record about that watch. It's literally been consuming my thoughts. Just to give people pers- <laughs> just to give people perspective. What I'm wearing now is the same thing I was wearing last episode. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, is it the is it the Orient? No, what clothing? The clothing oh. that I'm wearing. <laughs> I still change my watch. I'm not a savage. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's <laughs> funny. I, I wake up, I get in front of my printer. I, I, I give my fiance the bro nod because we're on bro nod basis right now because she completely understands that I just need to stare at my printer, work on my CAD, fine tune this, tweak this, get this ready because this thing has got to be finished by the by the end of the month. And she understands that. Like, and that's just like it's it's something I've talked about also with people who've emailed me. Having the support of people around you is just incredible. I mean, that's I'll talk about this hopefully next week when I have the episode ready as well, but that's kind of the design um, uh, impetus that went into the logo, the actual Rifko logo. I sort of I sort of like sneak peeked it um, in an Instagram story segment a few days back. Um, that's what went into the name in general. So I'll go more into that next episode. But um, Michael, cool. I keep fucking cutting you off. I'm so sorry, dude. Season 51. Season 51. It, no, it's okay. It's it's a fun watch. Um, and it's, it's kind of, you know, I wore it because of something mm-hmm. that I wrote on the website and it's something that we're talking about today. So we'll yes. get to that, that topic later. And you know, it's, it's fun. Uh, if, if I could, if I could change the strap or if, if this kind of had like a less of a stiff uh, silicone strap, mm-hmm. I, I would really, really like it. Um, Do there's you think one it'll, thing, I'm sorry. No, one thing about those teeth um, where the, the strap kind of integrates with the case yeah, it's it's so stiff that when you like move your hand around, you can hear it like rubbing together. Like I don't know if. Oh, I can hear that. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Um, weird. Maybe it'll. Um, do you think it'll get it'll like wear in and get easier over time? No, because this is the second one of this watch that I have, and oh right, <laughs> that first one, that first one, I I wore it like crazy, and it was it was exactly the same. Interesting. That that's one thing to note about these is that the warranty is like super nuts. It's like two years no matter what. So um, one day I just walked into like a Swatch store and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't working." And the guy was like, "All right, here's a new one." <laughs> Conversation over. <laughs> so, but uh, oh, fuck. So you're you're wearing the same clothes as the last episode. What, <laughs> what watch are you wearing? <laughs> my poor my poor fiance. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna buy her a whole Dairy Queen cake and I'm gonna give her one spoon and tell her to eat the whole thing by herself. When this is all when this is all said and done, dude, I'm gonna Dairy Queen the cake out of the the the, sh- the shit out of this fucking uh, this fucking chick. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. 
Does that make yeah. sense? That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Man, because I, I explained to her, I'm like, I'm like, babe, like, I need to get into a frame of mind where I have to constantly, I need to make my world about this fucking watch. And full disclosure, having conversations that don't relate to the watch will throw me off track. Because my thinking process, my creative process, I have to do what I do basically thinking I'm the only person in the world. I can't think about what I have to eat. And I can't think about what I have to do tomorrow. I can't think about what I have to do for money, which is a terrifying thing to not think about. You know what I'm saying? But I have to only think about this watch. And so she's like, like, I totally get it. I'm really excited. You know, I'm proud of you. If there's anything you need, just let me know. And like, that was the conversation. And I'm like, man, she's either the most incredible person in the world or, or she's slowly poisoning my coffee with arsenic. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't tell. I, I mean, we'll tell eventually. You know, maybe maybe all the plastic fumes are, 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 are canceling out all the arsenic in my system. It, it's possible. It's possible. I, I mean, I mean Michael, you're a doctor. I'm not a scientist, but, but perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing anything uh, particularly uh, sexy or important today. I, well, no, that's not true. I'm wearing a watch that has a very important place in the history of my watch collecting. Um this is the watch that broke the camel's back. Uh, this is the watch that I couldn't do the watch fast in. I'm wearing the Casio MDV106, that Casio diver. Oh, cool. Yeah, you, you had you had kind of a dark past with that one. Uh, it, one it, it's not this watch's fault. It's just because I was working at that place before, and it just <laughs> the watch was just the closest thing to me. You're always going to hurt the ones you love. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's just what it is you're always the people who are closest to you are the ones that are gonna get hurt you know and I just I, 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 I emotionally deferred my unhappiness with a lot of my life on this poor watch <laughs> and uh, uh, so people people have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about um, Michael and I have mentioned this before and we always encourage people to do it because you really learn a lot about yourself as a collector um, it's the watch fast has to hash mm, ha, mm, hashtag watch fast there it is so the idea is that you'd wear one watch only one watch for 30 days Uh, at this point in time i am only aware of two people uh within the two book watch knobs community that have completed the hashtag watch fast one of them michael is you and the other one is uh cameron laz camera laz bro i can't even i don't know i should really write these names down (laughs) <laughs> We're never gonna say names right on the I'm air. I'm never gonna say. <laughs> I can't even say my fucking name right, dude. Fucking <laughs> Jesus, man. <clears throat> Cameron Laz, um, you did it with your SKX one seven five. What was it? Right, one seven five, one seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the the, the you know the the double o nine or whatever. Yeah, right. The, the Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. The dust, you know, dust Pepsi. Um, and Cameron did it with the, uh, Orion one. Very, 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 very sexy watch. Really, really cool as shit. I attempted to do it with this watch, the Casio MDV Quartz Diver. It's a really cool 200 millimeter $40 dive watch. I have it on a toxic shizness strap currently. Um, I love this strap. Michael got one last week. I cannot emphasize this enough. If you have been buying watch straps for a while and you sort of think all watch places, all watch strap places selling the same straps... And you can't get anything better, whatever, so on and so forth. Go to Toxic Natos. Terry, uh, he's selling these out of Colorado in the States, but I'm fairly certain he'll ship them anywhere the fuck he needs to ship them. Really incredible straps. This Toxic Shiznit is like a seatbelt weave herringbone pattern. It's very, very soft. It's just, it's incredible. The best part of my watch fast was probably wearing this fucking strap. I can wear this strap forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I'm wearing this watch right now. I couldn't do it during the watch fast because, like I said, I was just... Um, uh, 
during certain times in my life, I, I look to the watch on my wrist for like emotional comfort. You know what I'm saying? And so at that point in time, I needed emotional comfort. And I looked down and I just saw this fucking watch I'd been wearing for like three weeks. And I was just so mad. <laughs> just It's the only watch I've fucking seen. So I, uh, I couldn't finish the watch fast because of it. And this is actually, I think this is actually, I mean, I could be wrong. But I think this is the first time I've worn the watch since then. Since I, I broke my watch fast. Uh, okay. You know? Well, I, I know I know what watch you're gonna wear when you successfully complete the watch fast. It's gonna be it's gonna be that first uh, Rivka prototype. That <laughs> I I might actually just do a yeah I mean, maybe I'll do a watch fast with that watch. I I think it's a good idea. I think that'll be a lot of fun actually. That'll be pretty badass. Yeah. God, I just want to print, Michael. All I think about is printing. I'm I'm I didn't even finish that sandwich I was telling you about. You know what I mean? I'm so hungry right now, dude. So you you fell asleep on the sandwich. Just <laughs> <laughs> explain to Michael off off air. We delayed recording because um, I don't know what I'm doing to my body and my health right now, and just because I'm just I'm just printing all day. I just I just need to, I just I just I just need to get I just need to get the watch right. I just need to make it right. And so um, I made myself a sandwich because I'm like mm, you know I can I can slowly feel my consciousness gently receding into death. So I should probably eat something because I haven't eaten shit all day. Um, the fuck was that? You still there? I am. Okay, Jesus. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. I thought I heard something behind me. You're hearing voices too. Yeah. Don't even. Don't even. Don't even joke about that, dude. All right. <laughs> I don't even fucking joke about that shit. So I made myself a sandwich, and I'm like, yeah, it's sandwich time. And I cut it in half because I saw someone do it on television once and it looked very fancy. And then I sat down. I took a bite of my sandwich, and I fucking just fell asleep. I just I just fell asleep like my like my sandwich was roofied with fucking roofie mayonnaise. Ruhibnolase. Wow. Hashtag Ruhibnolase. If someone can spell that, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna attempt, I'm just I'm literally gonna write down the word mayonnaise roofies. And I'm gonna try well that assumes I know how to spell the word mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is a hard word to spell. I, I'm I, looking I, at it in my head now and I I can't. I have M-A-Y and I just panic. Yeah. So I'm just going to type mayo roofies. Perfect. Rufio. <clears throat> Sorry. I, I, I watched Hook recently, so I'm, I'm, I have Rufio on the mind, as we all should. <laughs> yes. And um, so I, I took one bite of the sandwich, and I just fell asleep. And, like, I woke up, like, five minutes before we had to record with my hands, like, on the plate holding the sandwich. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I, I have to tell Michael we have to record later. So we delayed an hour, and instead of eating my fucking sandwich, I just went back to printing for the next hour. So uh, I'm not going to eat on air. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think I'm going to uh, finish my sandwich when we stop recording. I am drinking a beer, though. Beer is calories. <clears throat> yeah, it, it has its nutrients, Let I me suppose. see. I'm drinking um, someone on the show and on our feed a few times. I think actually maybe, if I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. I think Anders... Andrews, I think you recommended this fat tire. New Belgium fat tire. Although the tires on this bike in the picture don't look particularly fat. Unless it's like a pun I'm missing. You know what I mean? Like pecan sandies. I don't know. But hold on. How many... <clears throat> fucking Jesus. How many calories are... Okay, it doesn't say. I'm just going to assume there's 400 calories in this. I have no idea. I have no idea it's a lot. Probably, yeah. I don't. I don't think they print that on on beer bottles. <clears throat> It'll tell me I shouldn't drink if I'm pregnant. Yeah, that's what they that's what they print on there. 
<laughs> which is important. <laughs> which is, I, mean, I guess. <laughs> oh man, I have this thing I do with with my with my fiance Becky. Every time she's like, every time she's like, "Babe, I have to talk to you." I'm like, "If you tell me you're pregnant, I'm I'm gonna run out the window right now. I'm just gonna jump out the window right now." <laughs> and it's gotten it's gotten to the point where whenever <laughs> it's gotten to the point where whenever she has to tell me something, she's like, "Okay, listen. First, I'm not pregnant. Second of all, when you go to the grocery store, like that's like the new order of operations. That's an she's, excellent she's order become, of operations, actually. What'd you say? That's an excellent way to approach the order of operations. <laughs> she's she like she's become so desensitized to my bullshit and my jokes that anytime I'm actually able to make her laugh, I feel like I'm on top of the world. I feel like I've achieved something great because I've made my sole audience member for the past seven years who's heard all my bullshit laugh. All right, that's that's <laughs> huge. You know what I'm saying? She's heard all my stories. She knows all my neuroses. She knows all the different bullshit about me. If I can still make her laugh, I feel like I'm on top of the world. Best day, best day I'm able to pull that off. So, Good, good. <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck we're talking about anymore. Watches, Rebel, watches. What's up, man? You like watches? I like watches. Yeah, we can probably move on to the uh, kind of the stuff that's on the site. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, so um, huge shout out to everyone that wrote in... Um, about us we asked last week how you guys felt about the content we had up there uh last week we had the christopher ward piece the christopher ward challenger program with that guy jamie mm, oh wow i almost said jamie oliver it is not it is not with jamie oliver hello i'm jamie oliver <laughs> jamie hello, madison hello the, fresh. the guy's name is jamie uh yeah jamie now i just madison picture, now i just picture jamie oliver just just running across the desert trying to make like a nice frise salad <laughs> With his fucking fingers and just like, you know, dry chapped lips in the desert. <clears throat> fucking Jesus. But uh, yeah, so that piece, so it's really, really cool challenger program. They kind of find these people who are doing kind of cool, noteworthy things. Usually they're acts of like, like, like physical feats. So this Jamie Madison guy specifically, over 24 hours, was doing like a hundred mile run across the deserts of Kazakhstan. You know yeah, I, mean? I, think he's, I think he's doing it in like September or something. Bro, I get fucking tired going to get my mail. And it's about 20 feet away from my door, okay? <laughs> For this motherfucker <laughs> to be doing 100 miles in a day in Kazakhstan, where I assume I've never seen a white person. I don't know. I don't know what's there, in all honesty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just pretty sure Genghis Khan rolled through there once or twice, you know? Probably. <clears throat> and he's, he's, he's going to wear a, a Christopher Ward uh, while he does it? He's going to, I hope. I mean, this is, this is all pretty ridiculous if he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I just I just want to say something um, that I I realized recently. People, You're not pregnant, are you? N- I'm not. I, I should I should have I should have led with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just got really nervous for a second there, dude. <laughs> but um, people people really hate Christopher Ward. <laughs> like like really okay. really hate them. Um, Is there any I mean, kind of patterns or reasons you've noticed for these types of kind of negative uh, feelings towards them? I mean, I really don't. I, I like to make fun of the Trident second hit, Seconds Hand. Yes, you know, it reminds you of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, but you know, I was—I don't know where. I think I was on the the watches subreddit. But you know, everybody on Reddit is angry. Um, it's like I the angriest, the angriest people on the internet are on yeah. YouTube and Reddit. Oh um, my God, YouTube's the r- most racist people on the internet. Are on YouTube, <laughs> all right. But um, oh my God. But yeah, I, I mean. I think people got really upset about the logo change. 
Do you remember when they did that? I don't like their logo. Um, it reminds me of the signage you would see on the railway in Sweden. That's the best way I can describe it. Okay. It's just, I think, I, I even, I, I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure it's even in all caps Helvetica. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I think it is. And I think <laughs> it's like, all the, it's like left justified now, the new one. The problem is I think they wanted to make it more accessible. They wanted to make it feel less like a legacy watch brand and more like, um, I don't want to say fashion brand, but it looks like a fashion brand logo. It looks like what you would see on like a Michael Kors watch or something like that. And the thing is, that's just, it's kind of a, sh- it's not a shame. It's a shame, I guess, to us because we're super into watches. And uh-huh. so we love all the different little nuances about a watch. Like we don't like a watch just because it's blue, unless it's the blue mo, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> so to kind of have that be the first thing people see, hey, this super accessible dial and this logo, which could be, <clears throat> you know, uh, this could be the fucking Michael Kors logo. This could be like the fucking Brooks Brothers logo or whatever the fuck. You know, I, I think that's why maybe I don't like it. What are What are your opinions on that? I guess at least for me, I didn't, I never really realized it that much. I might've been so distracted with the seconds hand. (laughs) The new, the new logo doesn't bother me all that much, but everybody really really hates it. I don't really, really, really hates it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Well, to me, it feels lazy. Although I'll tell you right now, to me, it feels like they got someone, this is not derogatory. This is just sort of kind of my impression. They got someone fresh out of design school or someone who is super, super just like, into modern design specifically with like uh, typography and things like that and they um, were just like we want something modern and just clean and something that's going to be classic forever and then someone just fucking did it left left margined and helvetica and they made like money off it like that's that so it, to me it feels even though it's simple it feels over designed which is mm-hmm. bothersome to me i see i see i mean well the thing is that they make um I like two of their watches. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is that GMT uh, that they make. Uh, not oh, so much shit. That's right. Yeah. Not so much the watch itself, but I like that they make one in thirty-eight millimeters. I think that's pretty cool. A thirty-eight um, millimeter watch. Yeah, thirty-eight. Yeah. One of the one of the Tridents. One of the six. Uh, 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 that's incredible. Yeah, and anyway. uh, they make like a like a Trident, like one of those die. It's like six hundred meter water resistance or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a titanium case with like this super stealthy like matte black um, bezel. I think it's like ceramic or something. Oh, I think cool. it lo- I think it looks pretty cool. Um, but yeah, this guy's gonna be wearing something like that when he does his uh, his hundred mile uh, marathon thing. Um, I would do it. I would do it naked. If totally. I were to get if if I if I could, I would get like I would try and get like FP Jorn. To like sponsor my naked run to the Florida Everglades. Oh, really naked swim uh, to marsh. People don't know Florida Everglades are basically a marsh. <laughs> um, I would try and get F.B. Jordan to sponsor me for that. Um, he 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 might be interested. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <coughs> so yeah, we had a piece about. I'm so sorry, Michael. We had a piece about that. A lot of cool feedback. We also had a piece about. Um, the Archimedia GMT. I was going to say the Belova Chronograph C. But yes, there's also the Archimedia piece. Um, so that's, that's that's so fucking badass. That they're, I, that's a brand 
I forget about until I realize, hey man, it would be kind of cool to have like a cool, you know, Flieger, Flieger style watch in my life. You know what yeah. I mean? And, I, and then I remember them because they also, I know it's not traditional. They make um, one of those pilot watches in bronze, which is so fucking cool. Yeah, and they make them in a bunch of different sizes. So if you yeah. wanted a, a lot of a lot of people that go out to like make <clears throat> these pilot watches are like, well, I gotta do it in fifty five millimeters because you know that's <laughs> everybody's you know a pilot these days and stuff like that. Um, but you know they they have a variety of different sizes, um, you know case materials and stuff like that. And they also make a range of like different dressy watches. Uh, but this one, you know, it caught my eye because it retained the uh, classic Flieger sort of look yeah. yep. uh, while, while integrating like a kind of clever GMT scale on the like internal portion of the dial. Um, and there are, <clears throat> I called it like Zin ish in the, uh, in the post. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there are some mm-hmm. Zin watches that do the same thing. And I, I think it, I think it looks quite nice. Um, I don't know why brands don't use this uh, movement more The at a 2893. To kind of like push like an affordable GMT, you know? I don't know. Maybe maybe there's some sort of uh, marketing or data crunching um, analytics company out there that basically says GMTs don't sell. I mean, because th- those new those new fair GMTs are, I, I think they use the same thing. Those things are going to sell like hotcakes. So here's the thing: those fair GMTs they're going for fifteen hundred USD. I think are they? I don't know. I think hmm. I heard that somewhere. Someone, someone told me that, or 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 read it in like a in like a beer magazine. Can't remember hmm. how much. <laughs> that's a that is a that is a little Nikki reference for anyone <laughs> who, who caught that. <laughs> yeah, they're four, so fourteen ninety five. Fourteen. Yes. Okay. Uh, so fourteen twenty five. Sorry. Yeah. Um, how much is the uh, the Archimedes GMT? Um. So a little over nine hundred. Uh, euros. So a thousand, a thousand ten, thousand ten right now. It's not bad, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, I got my orange star GMT for like a little over 900, but that well, thing is cause I, 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 I wanted that watch. If you were in the market for an affordable GMT and in my opinion right now, as regards to affordable automatic, automatic GMTs, Orient, I think, is your best option. If you didn't like one of the Orients, if you didn't want one of the Orients, this Archimedes could be kind of, kind of, could be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. Yeah, and another another kind of piece that we published was um, kind of like a new special limited 2017 edition of the uh, Junghans uh, Max Bill. I, I never know ask, how to say it. I, I was going to ask you how to say it. <laughs> if someone knows, I've heard. <laughs> I, in my head, it's always Junghans. <laughs> I, I, I always say it like Youngins. Yeah, I've heard Youngins too. but I'm uh, pretty sure that's not right. It, both of them don't sound right. So, <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> if someone knows how to say that name um, correctly. It's a, wa- it's a watch. I don't care. It's a watch. <laughs> there you go. This new limited edition watch or whatever's. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, two new Max Bills or like it's the same watch with two different dial combinations um and they're quartz you know pretty cheap i think like a little little over 500 bucks um unless you dish out for the limited edition table clock set which is a thousand a thousand eighty nine did you see that no what (laughs) 
Kaz has only been printing. That's really all he's been doing. He's, you're not lying. I mean, that's <laughs> that's it's kind of been what I'm what I'm doing right now. Um, so this is a watch. It's a it's a Max Bill Quartz yes. watch. I think 38 millimeters. Okay. Super classy. Um, <clears throat> with like that big dome. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's a pretty popular. I, I think it's probably one of their more popular lines. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I guess. You know, for 2017, they wanted to release this one with like a, with like a limited um, case back that has this like art piece that Max Bill did called uh, I think Variation One or something. Okay, it's pretty cool. It's like it's it's just like um, a bunch of different shapes, and as you get closer and closer to the inside of the piece, it's like made up of the shape with like one less side of the one that surrounds it. It's really hard to explain. <laughs> okay, but no, when you, I, I understand. Yeah, and when I mean, you see it, it looks really cool. <laughs> people, people go on the site. It's on the site right now. Go and check it out. <clears throat> um, so is it? So this? So it comes with? Is it comes with this clock? No. Well, you can buy the watch by itself. Okay, that's, good. That's not limited, and that is only five hundred forty-five. Um, How much is it with the clock? With the clock, it's a thousand eighty-nine. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Is it like that MBNF robot clock? Do you remember that, or was this someone else? No, it's just a clock. It's just okay. like a, it's just like a Max Bill clock. That's all it is. Um, I'm so upset right now. Do you need a table clock? I, 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 I feel like I want one a lot no, of times. I have, I have a fucking microwave, dude, and the mic, the microwave tells time. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm too lazy to look at my wrist, that microwave is a timer. It makes me food. It tells me what time it is. That does everything. The only thing it doesn't do is like, you know, actually like chop potatoes for me, which, you know, maybe it can hook up somehow. You know what I'm saying? Unless the power goes out in the middle of the night. You know, does that ever happen to you? Power goes out in the middle of the night and you wake up and you go to, <laughs> go to you go to the bathroom or something and then you look at the microwave it's just blinking like 12. Every time that happens, I feel like I stumbled into my own version of 28 Days Later. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I better text or call someone to make sure I'm not the only person right now because if I am... I need to I need to arm myself with this frying <laughs> pan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, There's nothing more disconcerting than waking up to that blinking twelve. So yeah, I wouldn't get I wouldn't get the table clock, and no, and I might man. you know I might I might dish out a little bit more for the um, hand wound or automatic version of the Max Bill. They're pretty nice. Yeah. Um, but you know if somebody wants to keep it a little more affordable or. I don't know if you if you know some kind of design student or something that's graduating and you want to get them a gift. Uh, I guess this is out there for people that want to do that. <laughs> Isn't like the quintessential gift watch the uh, the tag Heuer? Well, I mean, that, that's a lot of money for some people. Dude, I was at a, at that wedding I was talking about last week where that guy was wearing a, a suit in the G Shock like a fucking FBI agent. Um, I was talking to someone else, and uh, I. I Cause that fuck, I hate, I hate that question. What do you do? I'm fucking, I'm, I'm homeless, dude. All right, like the fucking, <laughs> like it's just, just a weird question right now for people to ask me. What do you do? Well, I'm still like, giving myself lung cancer. If you have to know, not even in like a fun way. I'm not even smoking anything. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm not huffing glue, dude. I'm printing. You know, <laughs> uh, there was someone else there, and I mentioned you know the watches and watch by like, oh yeah, yeah, oh that's I, should have, I should have brought my, uh, my Omega. You would have loved that. I'm like, oh cool, you have. Which which Omega do you have? I was like, oh, when I graduated high school, my dad got me uh, an Omega Seamaster uh, three hundred. 
And I'm like, dude, can your dad be my dad? That's a, <laughs> yeah, nice, that's a, that's a nice one. That's yeah. a nice fucking gift, dude. <laughs> I I really like, and and people people make fun of this one so much. I like the quartz, the quartz Pierce Bronson one from 007. We've talked the, about it. It's an awesome yeah, watch, dude. Just the, the blue dial quartz one. Super affordable. The, if you if you like the look of the Omega watch and you honestly want something that like if you're a Bond person, even though it's not a Rolex, it's an Omega, blah blah blah, so on and so forth. If you want something that's like authentic Bond, dude, get one of those quartz Omegas. You can find them for like I think between like seventeen and nineteen hundred bucks, which is yes, obviously a lot of fucking money compared to the three or four thousand dollars you look for or see in one of the automatic ones. It's not bad. I've I've seen them for a little closer to like I think I've seen them for under a grand before. Are you serious? Actually. Yeah. I'm looking at one now. It's like it's like eleven hundred or best offer. See, that's you can a, probably talk them down to like nine hundred or something. That's incredible. That's super super cool for for um a watch that's quartz, it's reliable, but it's also still just badass. I, I think this anyone who shits on that watch is just is just I don't know. Yeah, you, you got to reevaluate, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun. And speaking of quartz, um, we also have. You're not pregnant, are you? I'm not pregnant. Still, still, still not pregnant. I'm going to stop doing that, I swear. (laughs) Episode 36, Mike is not pregnant. Mike is not pregnant. Oh my God, it's so fucking hot right now, dude. Jesus Christ. You you really should see a doctor. (laughs) I'm fine, I'm fine. My dad's a doctor. I have to call him anyway. Okay. Um... (laughs) So there's the uh, new Swatch X platform. Do you see you you texted me about that this morning? You- it's interesting because I the impression that I got it was almost similar to um, what you would expect from like Undone watches. So people who don't know Undone uh, watches is super super cool in that it's a platform for you to not only purchase a really cool Mecha Quartz um, chronograph. They have a few options. It's like a vintage option. It's also a very kind of cool um, clean modern option. But you can personalize it. So <clears throat> there's someone that we've been in contact with. So you're going to start seeing some content from us in regards to them. Really, really nice folks. Huge shout out to you guys over there. We'll do a proper episode and all the proper write-ups uh, down the road. But you can do things with Undone Watches like specify like the hands. You can even do like specific custom dials and like things on the case back, so on and so forth. So when this Swatch thing came out, I thought it was that. But that's not the case. Yeah, so the the Swatch X platform is interesting because, um, you know what? While it's not super intuitive, like something that Undone is doing right now, mm-hmm. uh, it's still it's still a fun way to get like a you know cool watch you know uh, that you designed yourself for yeah. like under a hundred bucks. And uh, I I I wrote this in the post. You know when when I went to the Swatch boutique in Las Vegas. Um, Nora went nuts. She she loved a bunch of the stuff there. Yeah, and she was she was just like, oh, I can I would totally get this one for this friend and this one for that friend. She was just like really into it. I'm like, you know what, this Swatch X thing is pretty cool. I can just get two one day, you know, like some super cheesy uh, matching ones, and uh, you know, get her a little more excited about watches overall. So the the um, thing is, when you walk into a Swatch store or a Swatch boutique, um, honestly, those watches they're just they're meant to just be fun. Like, I think the last time I walked into one, I saw two watches that I'm like, oh my God, I have to buy these watches. One of them, I think, I could totally be wrong, but it was like a, it was a picture of a fork with like a meatball on it. 
I could, <laughs> I could like, 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 do you, like, do you know what I'm talking about? You yeah, I mean? yeah. I could have yeah. sworn I saw that while the other one was just like a picture of like, like a salmon's head. It was like, just like, 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 like a fish. I'm like, oh, I could, I could totally wear that watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really fun, man. And I, you know, just Swatch, Swatch is one of those brands where you kind of, you look at the designs and what they're doing and, you know, besides really trying to make watches accessible and fun for everyone, I think um, I think they can be appreciated by a ton of different like enthusiasts. Like, oh yeah, um, you know, it doesn't matter if you only collect like I don't know, protect perpetual calendars. Like, you can probably enjoy a swatch. You know, I love how we <laughs> constantly mention that it, the mythical guy who only collects protect perpetual calendars. Like, I would love to become one day the antithesis of that guy and just per- yeah. and just collect Raketa. Perpetual calendars, which aren't even really perpetual calendars. You know it can I mean? o- it can only maybe yeah maybe we have that collector listening to us the guy that only collects the Patek twenty four ninety nine in every in every metal. Maybe he's out there. Maybe he's out there, and we should direct him to our Patreon page. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's out there, and maybe he likes a swatch. I mean, I you know one one thing that's really cool about the platform, and I I didn't mention this in the post. But if you if you mess around with the Swatch X thing, mm-hmm. you know, so you can pick the case color, you can pick the dial color, you can pick the um, the upper strap and the lower strap. So the strap at twelve o'clock can be different from the strap at six o'clock. So you can interesting. You can like mix and match. Yeah, you can mix different colors there. Um, but there's also you know when you start using it, um, there's a button on the side that just says random. And you can click random, and it'll generate like a random combination. It's and like can, it's it's like a character generator in like in like Skyrim or in like <laughs> Elder yeah, Scrolls. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and they have two sizes. Uh, it's funny because the two sizes are called Gent and Nugent. So like Ted Nugent, <laughs> close, <laughs> close, spelled differently. Um, not necessarily shooting every cat that he sees. Well, you know, um, you know like you do. <laughs> but Gent is 34 millimeters and New Gent is 41 millimeters. Uh, if, you'll, interesting. if you'll figure that. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> so just now I've clicked make it random and let's see what I got. Uh, it's all yellow and I hate it. <laughs> uh, but you might get something you like. <laughs> I just, I, it actually just sounds like it's fun to play with. Just keep hitting random. It is pretty fun to play with. Um, is it is it like watch Tinder? Are you just swiping left or right or whatever it is till you find one you like? Let's see. You can you can keep. I guess the equivalent of swiping would be to just hit make it random again. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> and it I, tells I, you. It asks you if you want to proceed. But yes, you can keep on swiping and see what you like. You're already here, folks. Hashtag watch Tinder. Mm, that might <laughs> already be a hashtag. Don't 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 look that up. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look up some of the hashtags that we say. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of weird ones today, man. I'm writing him down. But that's about that's about it for um kind of the stuff that we covered this week and I think it it segues into um some things that we've witnessed uh in the industry just in the past few weeks um is brands kind of adapting this uh this new technology um to but kind of centered around online shopping, I'd say. It's, well, it's interesting because it's something we've talked about before, 
<clears throat> the people who listened for a while, I kind of equated the Swiss watch industry with my dying bird. A bird that is in the throes of death but refuses to acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Um, and the reason I made that um, analogy, 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 it is probably analogy. <clears throat> it's because it, I, uh, maybe, I don't know, it's been a long time since I studied that shit. It might, it might be an analogy. I don't know. Could be chiasmus. I have no idea. It's not chiasmus. <laughs> it's super not chiasmus, trust me. Um, it's because the, the, the sticking to the rigid structure of working through brokers and retailers and almost when you go to buy a watch, having it almost feel like you have to go through like a car dealership and talk with markdowns and talk with these people. It was, I feel like in my opinion, hurting the industry. You know what I mean? What we've mm-hmm. seen um, recently. So this is, so, so the new one to adopt this is IWC. IWC is now selling watches directly to consumers through an e-marketing platform. So you, when you buy, I mean, if you're one of the people who are inclined to buy IWC, I, I can't, I can't even, I can't even afford coffee right now, people. Just, to, just to give you perspective, okay? When I want so coffee you, in the morning, so you've I just, just been putting dirt in water. I just go and suck puddles out of the parking lot, dude. All right, <laughs> it's the same shit. It's the same shit. All right, can't afford shit right now because I spent all my money on plastic and loom. All right, I just go and just suck puddles. Okay, <laughs> so I'm not buying. <laughs> It's awful. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not buying any IWCs anytime soon, okay? But if you are one of the folks who were inclined to, you, you don't have to go to, um, uh, uh, you know, a boutique. You don't have to go, like, if you're in the South Florida area, I think, the fuck are they called? La Bijou, Le Bijou. I think they carry IWC. You don't have mm-hmm. to go there. You can go directly to the brand. In the watch world, that's fucking incredible. Because theoretically, they're cutting out the middle person which should also really, I mean, potentially connote, but not actually connote, um, savings for the end user, savings for you guys. Because the reality in regards to any product marketing, any product um, e-commerce or even brick and mortar commerce, anything to do with the product is the more people that touch it, the more people that have to have a hand in that thing being created, shipped, sold, marketed, whatever, the more the money costs. Because everyone that has involvement in that product in any way needs to get paid. You know yeah, but saying? but it it's not it's not going to result in savings being passed to the consumer. Uh, you know, I'm, it I'm, should though. It you can't. It just, should, <laughs> but just because they can charge less doesn't mean they will and they won't. I and haven't. That's the sh- pro- I'm I on the IWC yet. Big Pilots watch, a watch that I love. Your favorite watch? Yes, it's my guilty pleasure watch, <laughs> and it's like here it is, twelve thousand nine hundred dollars. Now, how much it, is it in the boutique? $12,900. It might be because, less. See, it might be less on Joma Shop or something. Well, yeah, that's Joma, that's, that, that, that's Joma Shop too. But yeah, I could also, you know, stick my dick in the mailbox, but it's not going to do anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but you look, you look at other reputable, I mean, not gray market, but some kind of secondary market like dealers like David SW, who manages to get like a watch with stickers because somebody sneezed on it and <laughs> can sell it to you for like, you know, three grand less or something. He's but, a he's he, he's he's a wizard. All right, <laughs> but, but how? Okay, so how many people out there do you think are the kind of shoppers that will go to iwc.com, go to the Big Pilots Watch page, click Add to Bag, and proceed to check out for twelve thousand nine hundred? Very few, honestly, potentially none. But it does represent, I think, two cool things. The first step. The first step to having an e-commerce platform where they actually have proper pricing. There is no 
Michael, it's about as logical for me to stick my dick in a mailbox just to do a callback for them to charge the same price for a watch online that I could buy in my underwear as if I were to walk into a boutique as well. That that you're, Those are complete different buying experiences, so they shouldn't be the same. But if this is the first step that needs to happen for applicable pricing to occur, awesome. The other second thing I think is really, really cool is even though, yes, that's probably full price for the boutique, bro, at least you know the price before these places yeah. even had the prices on the websites. You, yeah. just, go, you just go and guess. You yeah, know? that's true. That's true. They're sh- actually showing the price. I think that's awesome. I totally agree. It's frustrating that it's not, you know, appropriate for e-commerce. There's no reason why the watch should be the same price online as it is in the boutique. But I mean, it's not going to be one of those things where it's like overnight. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's that's my opinion. And I'm just I'm also just surprised IWC is one of the brands to do this. Do you have any insight on that? I thought they were aren't they Richemont? No, no. Uh, yes, yes, they are. Sorry. Oh, but um, Panerai is also Richemont, then. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So this is. Do you think it's something that Richemont is sort of kind of trying to roll out with brands? It think it thinks might be benefited. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure, and you know, kind of related to what we're talking about, it's hard to attract people to this um, overall, or even make them aware that it's that it's happening mm-hmm. and so what panerai did is um you know they released that e-boutique yes, exclusive that's right so 100 watches and it's, it's seven and a half thousand dollars there's no 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 big deal so once again add to cart to <laughs> change quantity to two <laughs> is, is there a limit can i buy all 100 i wonder what happens if i go to the site i'm sure someone's it. bought all 100 already dude <laughs> If they put that, if they, if they, if they broke that news on Hodinky, some, someone's bought all those fucking watches, man. You know? <laughs> but it's just, Dang. it's, it's, it's annoying that we're not seeing accurate or fair pricing. But I mean, dude, it's the first step, man. You know? So what happens? What do you think they'll ever get super aggressive with this? Like, like they'll sit in a room one day and they say, like, okay, guys, we're going to fuck the gray market. And then, and then they completely just like change all their prices to like a thousand well, under. That's difficult because it comes back to my dying bird. To acknowledge the gray market is hindering you is to acknowledge that you need help. Ah, okay, that is a good point. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna go down. No. The ship. I think they're gonna be playing the violin the whole time <laughs> that ship is going down, dude. Dude, we're fucking rocking out on this fucking violin. Like, yeah, dude, we're sinking. Well, actually, yeah, but look how well I'm playing. Yeah, you know, like, we're dying, dude. Uh, we're fucking dying. Yeah, but we're having mind. a champagne party. I understand that. Totally get it. Still dying. Yeah, we're still we're still spending a million <laughs> a million dollars on our on our booth at Basel World. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if I can change quantity on this IWC <laughs> big pilot. But yeah, so oh, it's a, I can. There's a button. You know, there isn't the little kind of like up and down arrow where you can change the quantity. There's just there's just a, a little button right under the price that says add another. I will add another, please. Weird. Yeah, I was going through and experimenting with their e-commerce platform before we jumped on the uh, on air as well. It's really it's weird. I think. <clears throat> uh, well, we were also having two complete different e-commerce uh, user experiences. I don't know where you were. 
But it sounds like you and I are complete different areas. Oh shit, you know what they could be doing? If this is new, and it could potentially be new, especially because they're putting out that new um, e-boutique exclusive, they could be A-B testing. They could be. Here's here's an interesting development. The limit of IWC big pilots that you can have in your cart at one time is five. <laughs> so I've added five to my cart. And, Michael, do uh, not hit proceed to checkout. Do not hit proceed to checkout. For a grand total of $64,500. Oh, my God. And it's not letting me add another. God damn it. <laughs> but I really want six, man. But I have six groomsmen I need to buy IWC big pilots for. Okay, so Michael, full disclosure, you being one of my groomsmen in my January wedding, I'm not buying you guys big pilots, okay? Aw. <laughs> <laughs> I think a big pilot is more than the entire cost of my wedding because <laughs> we're doing a small wedding. Oh, there you go. I think one of those watches literally costs more than my entire Disney wedding experience. <laughs> but that's it. That's the verdict. You can only add five <clears throat> big pilots to your shopping cart. It's like IWC. those Tootsie Pops. <laughs> how many How many clicks does it take to get to the center of the IWC big pilot? Apparently it's five. It's five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it, you know, whether it's the IWC kind of, um, you know, e-commerce experience or, you know, what Panerai is doing with their e-boutique exclusive or Swatch, you know, with Swatch X, you know, it's, it's fun to see them, you know, adopting some kind of new technology. They're, they're, trying, they're trying something new. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I think that's super cool. Oh, just, just to clarify also... And anyone who knew what the fuck I was talking about, when I said I think they're A-B testing their e-commerce um, platform, that basically means what they're doing is um, they could be diverting the traffic to the website into two different buckets. So 50% of users users will go and see um, a shopping experience like this, and the other 50 will see a shopping experience like this. And what they'll do is they'll collate the data from that, and they'll see which one had more sales. And so if, 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 if experience A had more sales than experience B, or if people had, or if there was like a, a, a lower bounce rate on, on, on experience A, experience B, they'll migrate all of the entire, the entire platform to experience A. So I just want to clarify in case that was like gobbledygook to someone. You know what I, what I like to think about sometimes is, is a, a very dedicated, um, uh, merchandising professional that you and I used to work with, uh, at one point. Tall, is, tall, tall, and gangly. Who is who is far far too skilled for the position that he was in? I, I like yeah. I like to think that yeah. maybe maybe he's behind this. <laughs> it would be the perfect <laughs> perfect brand. <laughs> we can leave it at that. Man, if you're out there, we hope you're okay because you're way too good for that place. <laughs> I don't think he's a watch guy though. The only watch I ever saw him. No, I saw him. I see him wear two watches. One of them was like a red G-Shock. The other one was like a denim print diesel. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a diesel watch. Yeah. Dis- disgusting. I mean, like, not to say that all diesel watches are bad, because if you like diesel, that's awesome. It's just that particular watch that he had, um, I didn't enjoy. Yeah. You know, we've never we've never really talked about um, fashion brands. And... I think it's very polarizing, so I tend to avoid it. Well... <laughs> Considering fashion brands, I think if you look at somebody like uh, you know Diesel or, or Michael Kors stuff like that, they right. have they have platforms on their site, you know, where, where oh, you course. can just buy the watches. Um, so they've been they, doing it for a while. 
because I feel like they're more in touch with their users, dude. Because the thing is, a lot of these Swiss legacy brands, they'll create products, they'll market themselves, they'll create like brick and mortar on the ground outreach to look like they're doing so well. It's almost to the weird sense that where it's not even it's not even about the product anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the fashion brands, dude, they're just trying to sell watches. I respect the shit out of Fossil. I know people shit on Fossil, you know what I mean? But in terms of like watch brands out there, they're incredibly successful and they know what they're doing and they push a lot of fucking product, dude. Yeah, Fossil Fossil is going to start selling or I think they have started selling um this new line of watches. I, I don't know if you've seen them yet, but it's like a kind of weird smart analog watch. So you got I haven't an, seen these. It's like an analog display or something like that, but the watch still syncs up with like your phone and stuff like that to give you like text messages or whatever. Kind of cool. The face itself is actually um like analog or something. I st- I think it has like fitness tracking and stuff like that. We can we can find more info and put it in the show notes, but yeah, you know, they're, prob- they're probably going to sell a ton of those, you know, through their website. Hmm. The other thing, also, just based off of that, they it sounds like they made that watch to answer a specific segment of users, people who want the benefits of a smartwatch, but they still love the, you know, in the modern world, the retro vibe of the analog watch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like fashion brands actually listen to users. Like they actually design and put watches out within uh, user segments, within user verticals that are super accessible. You I think feel- they care. You think they care that much? I I think they just release like a shit ton of combinations and hope that something sticks. <laughs> is it the same thing though i mean i don't know i i i i Dude, fossil I just, makes like a million watches like a not like a million watches in a year they make like a million watches that you could choose from or something like that <laughs> i don't know i just i feel like it's more calculated than that like they design a watch with some with someone like someone is going to like this watch you know what i mean hmm. i don't know I think it could be a lot of fun to talk about as like a dedicated episode, especially to get like user opinions on. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be something to fun to talk about when we do our wind up NYC meetup. Cause I hope, I hope a lot of you guys are going to be there. That'll be a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. You know what fossil does online uh, through their platform. And what I've seen do? this pop up here and there. I think Christopher Ward does it also. Um, you can do engraving online, which I think is pretty cool. That's kind of badass. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's something new. And you and I will I, complain about with Fossil. Fossil. Mr. 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 Herbert Walker Fossil the <clears> third. <throat> I have no idea what the guy's name. I assume I assume his last name is Fossil. I don't know. Um, if you could make it fucking easier for me to buy a Zodiac online, not through watchshitholestation.com, <laughs> that would be yeah, fucking dude. fucking incredible. Okay? Thanks. Oh my gosh. Or if I could just walk into a fossil store. Of which there is one very close to where I'm currently homeless right now. That would be awesome, dude. Mr. Herbert Walker Fossil III. If I could just go into a fossil store and see a Zodiac in person, that would be cool, man. Appreciate it. So, so, sincerely, you're just Kaz Rivko watches Mirza. So the the bottom line is um, watches have to be easier to buy and find. And these kind of online platforms will... It's logical. Everything needs to, everything, every brand needs an e-commerce platform. 
It has to yeah. happen. So, because I find, I have found watches in very strange places. Like I said, I found Seiko's at Winn-Dixie um, <laughs> one time. I'll, I said it before and I'll say it again. The only place where you can actually buy a Seiko tuna and a can of tuna. Okay. And recently I found... Oh, no. I found Bremont watches what? at the at the uh, Museum of Flight here in Boeing Field uh, in Wait, Seattle. Wait, in like the gift shop where they sell astronaut ice cream? Yeah, there's the Boeing there's the Boeing store there. There's the Boeing store there and they sell Bremont watches. That's fucking intense, dude. S- specifically the ones that they have partnered with Boeing to produce. So I have a question. This is an honest question as someone who I will be the first to admit I don't know anything um about watches. Does Bremont have an actual flight history or like a pretend Bell and Ross flight history? So Bremont's another brand that people hate. Okay, like, good. Yes. Good 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 discussion. Like absolutely, <laughs> absolutely hate. I'm not sure how authentic their kind of like history is. I they're a very new brand. I appreciate them for what they're trying to do. Um uh in the area of like British watchmaking. I think it's of pretty course. cool. Yeah. Um, you know, some people don't like the prices that they charge for like modified um, you know, off the shelf movements. Um, they're using they're using modified Edas and Unitas. Yeah, some some like that. But you know, so slowly year after year they continue producing more and more and more. And I, I I do think they are um I do think they're bringing in the revenue to kind of facilitate those advancements and eventually we'll see something. Um, but you know, I'm not sure if they have like a real kind of flight history. They have worked with Martin Baker in the, in the past, which is uh, a manufacturer that makes ejection seats. What the um, fuck? okay. So, so you, so you can eject yourself from how much you hate the watch. <laughs> well, close, uh, actually the opposite, but, okay, good. um, so if you eject, um, if you eject, you know, in combat or training or on a mission or whatever, um, I think you can kind of you can take like the serial number of your ejection seat or something like that. You get something, some sort of proof that the ejection happened and you take that to Bremont and they verify with Martin Baker. And then they give you, they give you this watch that the only people that have them in the world or get them are people that have ejected with a Martin Baker ejection seat. And I think that's pretty cool. I don't know. That's, that's super (laughs) niche. That's interesting. So they they had like a they had like a kind of um, moment of fame where uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, of all people, talked Ugh. about them on his show. <laughs> yeah, right. I, dude, I saw I saw Jimmy Fallon. I I actually went to go see a taping of his show. Okay. Uh, back in two thousand nine, and it was it was so weird. The band was incredible. I think yeah. it's the Roots. The Roots. Um, that's the only reason I ever started watching that show. Is when I heard he had the Roots. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about him, his dumb laugh, and his haircut. I just I just want to hear the Roots. Yeah, you know but the I mean? the musical guest was uh, Yoko Ono, and um, oh my god, and I left. Yeah, <laughs> I would sort of leave too. What, what what did she do? Did she did did she put an owl in a bag and beat it with a stick for an hour and a half? <laughs> I didn't. I just knew that she was coming and I left. I didn't see her. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, apparently Jimmy Fallon's like father in law or something uh, was a was a fighter pilot and he ejected and. And I guess for for like um, you know his birthday or something, Jimmy Fallon got him one of these like Braemont watches. Wow. Um, so other than that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what kind of ties to aviation history they have. 
But um, honestly, it doesn't seem like they have any ties to aviation history, but there's something fresh for the aviation enthusiast, similar to the Bell and Ross market. Although Bell and Ross seems to lean far more heavy-handedly into like aviation aesthetics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They they came out with like a like a limited set of watches that um, I guess from a design perspective they were they were made in reference to like the six pack they call it pilots call it the six pack but like your six pack your six pack of instruments like your altimeter your you know your vertical speed indicator and all that stuff so they have like they do stuff like that um but you know i'm not sure i should do i should try and design a rivka watch based off the machine that doctor used during my colonoscopy if I could get like, if I could like design a dial based off of, I have no idea what it looked like because I was I wasn't awake. But if I can get, if I if I can like take a picture of that machine and send it to me, maybe I can do something like that. Just to just to really just to target the niche colonoscopy <laughs> watch enthusiast. Vertical. The colonoscopy crowd. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are out man. there. I know I'm not alone. There's gotta be more <laughs> you motherfuckers out there. All right. Uh, I can't wait to see that press. Release. I was I was cleaning up I was cleaning up the area where my printer is because it's fucking thrashed. There's just pieces of plastic and pieces of paper and it just, it, it it literally. Did you, okay, did you ever did you ever play Final Fantasy VII? Final Fantasy VII, yeah. I never finished you, it ever. Do you remember when uh you were walking around? I think it's the mansion in uh the mansion near the town where Cloud was Cloud before. I'm trying to do, like new spoilers yes. before all this stuff happened. Yes. The library of that mansion looks like my apartment. There's just papers everywhere. Everything's <laughs> thrashed. There's lightning uh, always. It doesn't matter if it's 2 in the morning or 5 p.m. There's just lightning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what my fucking... So I'm cleaning up the other day, and I found the old... For some reason, they let me keep the pictures from my colonoscopy. Sure. Okay. And so I'm just... I, I was so excited. I'm like, babe, you want to see my colon? Like, And she's in the other room. She goes... No, I'm like, oh, <laughs> they're pictures. I'm not just gonna like, <laughs> like, like cornhole flash. I have, I have, I have, I have photographs, babe. You want to see pictures of my, of my colon? No. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can laser etch like a mini, mini version of that, like one of those photos into the into the crystal. Kind of like I could Rolex. just, I could just use her printer to scan and print pictures, and just make dials out of those. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good special edition. So do you? <laughs> so do you ever see maybe Rivka like adopting um, some kind of like uh, you know e-commerce platform where where people can kind of go on a site and customize like dial colors and materials and stuff like that? Because I think with like a three D printed watch that that would be crazy cool. Sure, I mean um, logistically in regards to manufacturing is completely possible. Um, the only thing I'd have to find an e-commerce platform with like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm decent at putting a website together. I'm decent at making things run well, especially if it's like hard coded with a manual HTML. I'm not very good with like integrating an e-commerce platform or anything like that, or making the API kind of seamless enough to where you can design a watch like that. Mm-hmm. If I could find some sort of, what the fuck? Interesting. If I could find some sort of support for that, or if there is like a third-party service that I could just use, that's definitely an option. Because the thing is, I could easily engrave the engrave. I could 3D print a custom thing on the case back. I could 3D print whatever I want on the dial. I could 3D, I mean, honestly, I could do something on the side of the case. The options are there. 
You know what I mean? That's I think that's the great thing also. I have I'm in control of every facet of this brand, which is weird saying it's a brand because it's just I don't know, it's just it's just Rivka watches, man. It's just me. Just me huffing <laughs> it's just me huffing plastic, dude. You know, but I, I think that would be interesting as hell. You know what I mean? I think that could be a lot of fun. Now, Michael, what I would love to do, what I would love to do in the future, and the technology is, I think the technology is getting there. And depending how the first or second run of Rivka goes, I want to put a lot of money back into the business to help it grow. I would love to 3D print my own crystals. That would be fucking nuts, dude. You it's pretty I mean? wild. I yeah. definitely couldn't 3D print them with this rewrap with this rewrap machine. I could potentially do it with a really expensive SLA machine or maybe some other 3D printing options, but that would be incredible because what I could do is I could actually offer people the fully customized watch. If you want a flat crystal, you do flat crystal. If you want to do a weird crystal, you do a weird crystal. If you have a specific crystal shape you want to send me, bro, send that shit my way. And we'll figure this out, like, like really, like, like, interesting. What could also be really a lot of fun is supplying modders and hobbyists with specific components. So if someone's like, hey, I'm modding the Seiko, blah, blah, blah. Um, I can't find the dial. Uh, like, can you do something like this? Yeah, dude, let's do it all day. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, like, that's what I'm, that's why I'm pushing for the end of the month deadline. Because I want to give myself as much time as I can to have Rivka out there because I really want to grow into something that would give a lot back to the community. If I could offer people that type of like watch service, that would be incredible, dude. That would just be so fucking nuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I would make a crystal on mine that has some kind of astronomical chart to compete with the uh, the Vacheron Celestia Grand Complication. You know, it's like, a mil- it's like a million euros. That watch? What, what is, oh, let me Google it on my on my phone. Let me see. I might be able to do it. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, it's the Vacheron Celestia Astronomical Grand Complication 3600. The dial looks like uh, like um, like it has controls for a washing machine. <laughs> like a very old washing machine. It's really funny. Let me... Uh, Lick. Cabinetieros. Yep, that's the one. Let me see. <laughs> that's that's the one. It Dude, does. It looks, like, it looks like I dropped it. It looks like someone dropped the watch. <laughs> yeah, but it has like star charts. You know what you could do? Honestly, this actually wouldn't be very difficult at all. Because what you can do is you can program. So some people have done this. Um, you could technically get an existing crystal etch it with the 3d printer and then fill the etching in with your color with some sort of ink material because what you can do is i've seen people do this you can attach either uh, a cutting tool or actually a pen to the 3d printing um extruder turn the heat off design something to just have one layer and it will make or etch that design with the sharp instrument in just one layer as long as you calibrate everything to kind of compensate for the you know four millimeter crystal or whatever you know what i'm saying yeah, you can pro- do it. The proximity from the crystal to that, um, whatever you're using to etch it, has to be probably super calculated. Yeah. I had to do that now anyway for the goddamn printer, so I'm pretty sure doing it for that <laughs> <laughs> really wouldn't be that difficult. I mean, sure, it would be difficult. There would be other obstacles, but theoretically, it can be done. And, you know and is it only plastic? Is it only like a plastic crystal that you could do? Probably, and honestly, it would probably be easier to do it on glass. Oh, you know, it okay. would it would it would be able to take 
the hits more. What I'll be afraid of with the acrylic is applying pressure in the wrong place and having it break. But a glass dome or a glass crystal, yeah, dude, whatever, dude, fucking doesn't matter. Or I could just be a regular human and buy a fucking regular CNC router. You know what I mean? Um, which is basically that, uh, what I just described, except um, <clears throat> CNC router is basically, um, ooh, Michael, you know stamped bracelets and milled bracelets? Mm-hmm. Milled bracelets are generally done on CNC routers. So it's a little tool, right. a little rotating tool, and it kind of, um, it rotates super fast, and it goes into a block of whatever the fuck steel you're using, I have no idea, and it it... it cuts like super cuts while also sometimes simultaneously wetting that material to get whatever shape you've kind of programmed into your cat that's pretty cool yeah man i just want to print some fucking watches dude yeah i think i think, think you about. should I, I think you should get to it we're, we're almost <laughs> we're pretty much we're pretty much done so i'm so hungry <laughs> you're, you're free you're free to go <laughs> oh man no no no, no. there's a there, 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 there there's there's a tradition that a lot of people don't realize on two book watch now that as soon as we're done recording and as soon as i get off off the phone slash skype with michael it is inevitable within the first mm, i say two minutes to two minutes and 45 seconds i will send michael a frantic text dude did i sound stupid when i said this i think i sounded really dumb when i said something like this are people gonna think i'm an idiot when i said this so um even though we'll be done recording michael the recording experience will not be over it's okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take a walk and answer your questions <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful day outside yeah, what, what time is it over here? It's like 6.30 p.m. over here. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I, I I think... Should we start wrapping it up? Should I, should I, start, should I start wrapping it up? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's a good time. Okay, yeah, so so huge thank you again to everyone that's kind of given me some really kind words about Rivka. Thank you so much, people, to the, the whole bunch of you guys that's, that have said that you want to, you know, you want to buy the watch now, so on and so forth. Um that will happen what i want to try and do is i want to like actually like talk to you guys individually when the time is right when i'm at that point and get a list together and just figure all that stuff out but aside from that i just want to fucking print some watches and i'm going to get back to doing that as soon as i'm done recording here i'm probably going to eat a sandwich and print because i only enjoy sandwiches as i'm huffing plastic fumes you know what i'm saying so I'm going to be enjoying that a lot. Um, in addition to that, a lot of really cool content's been going up on the website, and a lot of really awesome positivity from you guys. Uh, I just want to also take this time to Michael thank you specifically because Michael has basically just been owning the website right now. I have been a fucking like ghost. Like people, the only person who knows I'm alive right now is obviously everyone at home. You guys, the TBWS listeners, Michael and my fiance. Like I'll get texts randomly, people being like, "Hey man, are you okay?" Because the last thing, the last thing a lot of people heard from me is, hey man, I just left my job. And that was it. And that was like a month ago. <laughs> so, so um, I've been just in this, 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 this like self-imposed, uh, you know, 3D printing prism of just, just printing, just designing and printing and troubleshooting and getting it right and getting it right and getting it right until I just, just want to cry. But I need to get it right because it's all I can think about. So while I've been doing that, Michael's really been knowing the website. So, dude, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you so much for being on the Instagram. It's fun. Yeah, it, it, it is fun. I imagine, I imagine I can't wait to get back to the website. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things I'd like to work on as well. Um, uh, so, yeah, huge, awesome feedback from everyone. Huge thank you to Michael. We're getting a lot of really fun content out there. Um, do, 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 do. We will be right next week. We'll be talking about the 2,000 follower giveaway. Yes, we will yes. finally get to it. We promise. 
Next week we'll be talking about it. It's going to be a really good one. We're giving away a watch that I think a lot of people are going to dig. The way to enter is going to be super easy um, and a lot of fun. I think it's going to do really, 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 really well. Um, I wish I could enter, but I can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, or maybe I can. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll enter as, as Beef Aquarium. Beef Aquarium. Beef Aquarium, dude. Uh, in addition to that, really cool stuff in the watch world right now with this e-commerce platform just launched from IWC and this e-boutique exclusive from Panerai. The only reason Panerai would be doing that is because they want people to go on the e-commerce store, which means they're either seeing that people aren't going into the actual brick-and-mortar stores or they would prefer people to only go online. I think it's going to be interesting. Prices obviously aren't congruent with where you would see the difference to a brick-and-mortar and online, but whatever. You can't have everything at once. Um, you can't have your Big Mac and your fries at the same time, although yeah. you can. And if if you want to buy six big pilots on IWC.com, sorry. No you dice. You can only buy five. You can only buy five. Now, what I would suggest if you were the particular consumer who would like to buy six IWC big pilots, uh, you can go through the checkout experience with five and then go through again and just buy the one. And then you'll you'll have two separate tracking numbers, obviously, yeah. sad face, but whatever. But you'll get your six. But after you're done with that, you should probably go to patreon.com slash two broke watch snobs and kind of <laughs> hang out there for a little bit. Just hang out, man. <laughs> yeah, so um, <clears throat> so speaking of Patreon, you know, if you guys like the show, if we made you laugh, if you had a good time, if you like the stuff we're doing, check out the Patreon page. It has a lot of really um, fun and interesting ways that we're looking to grow two broke watch snobs to really be an encompassing community for everyone. You know, horology and watch collecting is really supposed to not be you know, an exclusive activity. It's supposed to be fun. We're supposed to all get into a room and be comfortable enough to talk about our dicks and Seikos. Hashtag dicks and Seikos. Do not hashtag that. It's a bad hashtag. It's going to get me in trouble, all right? Um, so it's just supposed to be more like that. If you've ever gone to a, a larger watch press, you know, blog or whatever, and the first watch you see there is this $30,000 watch, and you're just like, okay, well, I guess I'll just read about this in an interesting way. That's watch collecting that's keeping you at arm's length. That's not what it's supposed to be. We're trying to build two broke watch knobs to be super inclusive and talk about watches that real people would want to buy and get. So we talk a lot about that on Patreon. Definitely check it out. It's got some fun and interesting ways of how we're looking to grow that. Um, if you're looking to support the show, you can do so uh, on there. If you're looking to support the show in other ways, if there's anything on the site specifically in this week especially that you've seen... Um, well, pieces that Michael's worked on, share the links, you know, on your personal blogs if you're comfortable or any forums you belong to if you're comfortable, obviously, observing any, you know, rules, uh, posting rules that forum has because we don't want to upset folks. Uh, am I forgetting anything? Um, no, we're pregnant. good. You're not, uh, Michael's not pregnant. Uh, I'm not. May mayonnaise, may mayonnaise, mm, mayonnaise, hypnol, roofy mayo, roofy mayo. There it is. I'm going to write down... <clears throat> give me a second to write down Rufio Mayo. Rufio. Oh, I just wrote the Rufio. God damn it. Rufio. How do you spell Rufio? Michael, how do you spell Rufio? I'm not sure. Okay. I'll I know how to spell Rufio because that's also like a super emo band back from like 2000. Oh my God. I totally forgot about the band. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, but now we're I, getting now we're getting really off topic. <laughs> no, dude, I want to I want to make a mix CD with with Rufio and fucking Slick Shoes and the Get Up Kids. It's gonna be fucking awesome, dude. I'm pumped. <laughs> it's gonna be where it's at, man. Uh, am I missing anything? No, I think we're good. Okay, man. Everyone, keep an eye for Rufio watches. Everyone, send me your fucking good vibes. Send me whatever luck 
y'all can spare that I'll be wearing the Rivka MTP1 prototype for the next wrist check. Man, I hope that works out. <laughs> we we believe in you. Sorry, sorry my dog barked. Um, you know, my name is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is Kaz, and you've been listening to Two Road Watch. Later, guys. Later, guys.